that's going to be crazy to edit later. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our very first episode of Read with Weed. I am one of your co-hosts, Peaches. And I am Rue. Ooh. Sorry, I don't know why that just, it flowed. It kind of <laughs> rhymed. Did. It did rhyme. <laughs> good little flow to it. <laughs> so, um... Just so everybody knows, uh, we're not really doing any specific strain with these episodes. Uh, just whatever we happen to have on hand. Today we have strawberry banana. Mm -hmm. um, Delicious. It's tasty. I'm liking yeah, it. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> so there might be a bit of giggling through this episode. Yay. We need it, though. I mean, this was kind of a dark book, so we need it to was. <laughs> It was kind of a dark book, but it was really fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, this is not a normal episode of what we typically do on 42 Strains. Um, a lot of times, if you've listened before, which I'm assuming you have if you're here, but hey, maybe we got a new listener, and if and so, welcome. what's up? Hey. Um, our normal episodes on 42 Strains, we usually go through our re uh, reviews of the strains, um, and we go through our tell systems, which, if you haven't listened before, it is help me with this because I am high. T is taste. for taste. E is for effect. Yes. L is for a last. And S is for smoothness. Did I spell yes, that in the right order? Yes, Oh my gosh, yes. I thought I was going to be mm. too stoned and like mix it up. It's okay. Yes. I was kind of like, oh my god, what is everything? <laughs> right? We're forgetting it all. So yes, this, we will not be doing that this episode. Mm -hmm. What we will be doing is reviewing a very, very interesting book that we've read this month. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so, anytime you hear the song Paperback Writer, mm -hmm. that's going to be one of these episodes. So, just listen for that. Yes. Um, so, let's just jump right let's into jump it. Jump right into our book. Ooh. Our book this month was Fool Me Once by Harlan Coben. And I chose this book. Because I'm a huge mystery fan. So if you don't like mysteries, this is not the book for you. Not the book for you. But I thought it was, it was really, really fun. It was still a fun read, though. Even, like, this was my first mystery book. And that, that just, it was just a fun, it's still a fun ride, even if you're yeah. not in it for the style. Mm -hmm. It's a, a fun, wacky, crazy. There were so many turns. That's an honor to me, <gasps> by the way, that this is your first mystery book. Aww. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You broke it for me. I did. I popped your mystery book, Carrie. <laughs> yes. Look at me go. Uh, thank you. So, um, let's start with the first uh, main character. <clears throat> main character. Maya. Oh my gosh. She was interesting. She was. Her character arch was kind of my favorite thing for me. Watching her start from the beginning and then, you know, go up and then all the way towards the end. Yeah. I loved how she started kind of stale almost Kinda, yeah she's almost a little flat one dimensional yeah and then immediately <clears throat> Coben was able to kind of bring life into her um when she thought she was going crazy because before I felt like all she had was anger okay yeah like, I could see that where she's just she was mad at with the her situation really I mean she just lost her husband and she's the now a world. single mom yeah, with the, her the, having the whole... to be discharged and everything, yeah, that, she... I feel like she was just really mad. Yeah. And so that's all she was going to be. She wanted to be back in the war. Yeah, so I think bad. she craved it a little bit. She did. She said that a couple of times that, you know, she missed being over there and there was nothing like being over there. She yeah. said at one point in the beginning when she was talking about how she gives flight lessons, mm -hmm. 
she mentioned that it just wasn't the same or something like that. Yeah, I think. it like doesn't have the thrill. Yeah, and so Ooh. yeah, she she, I think right away, Coben actually does a really good job of kind of saying she's she's a little she's a little different. different. Little her brain doesn't she's work got the some same. Stuff you would going assume. on, <laughs> um, for sure. But then when she realizes she might be going crazy. Yes. I loved that. Because I she was... that is something I think everyone can relate to on some level. Like, you, that's something that you could easily put yourself in that position and go, oh my gosh, what if, you know, what if what I if? just buried my husband and I am now seeing a video that is recent enough for him to, like, to not supposed to be in it, but he is in it. Like, that... I thought he was back. Yeah, I thought he I was, was too. I was convinced. They had me oh, going. where's Joe? That he was back. And I was like, oh, so that's where this book is Absolutely. going. Okay, all right, let's follow it. Oh, so ready for that ride. And then... <laughs> right? It, it messed with me. But This messed with my head. They took you on a whole different ride. And I thought that was really fun. Um, Joe's mom... Let's talk a little bit about Joe's mom. Oh my gosh. Which I'm going to hand over to you because you specifically told me that you felt some real life parallels with parallels. this character. Yes. Yeah, so Joe's mom. So my parents are, they're school psychologists. So mm-hmm. it's a little different than what she does. That My parents um, work with students that have, I guess, I don't know, technical term would be mental disabilities. I don't, I think so. I think that's correct. Think I'm so not correct positive. Wrong. I, I should know this because, you know, they're my parents, but we don't talk shop a whole lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least not so much anymore. You yeah. know, I'm not at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah. Always talking to them about it. Exactly. But, um, so having that, that parent that has the training and that psychological understanding to kind of break you down and understand what's happening with Mm -hmm. you and, like, in your head, even, like, you know, when you're a teenager and you've got all this puberty stuff going on, and they can somehow read you better. I mean, in puberty, pretty much everyone can read you better than yourself, but... But still. It's what is new. Like, they could pinpoint it somehow, and it's creepy. Well, they're trained. They're trained. It's creepy. (laughs) For me, it was, um, I loved... That she brought Maya to another therapist. Yeah. That really, really got me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even an outside perspective really because it was her coworker. It wasn't like she got this, oh, here's a whole new third party. No, it was like, here's my friend and she's going to talk to you. And like, ugh. No, like that's such weird mind games to be messing with. That's so disappointing. She played a lot of mind games. She did. The whole book happened because of her. But I loved... So, when we get, like, nearer into the end of the book, I loved, or actually, no, it happened kind of earlier, there was two spots, it happened earlier, and, and then again, and, like, Maya's last scene, where you see this mental shift in her, in Joe's mom. Yeah. With, where she really, she knew what all was, the facts. What was the first the one? The first was it with one was when Maya was telling her that Joe told her that Andrew jumped. Oh, And that yeah. it was suicide. And then, so it was coming, oh, you could yeah. see her come to terms with that. And then it's again when it's coming to terms with, no, Joe actually pushed him. You actually know Joe is a terrible person. And that that is why You just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, that's why he isn't the one running the company. Yeah. That's why, you know, like all this. So the, those two moments where you see this giant shift in her where it's mm-hmm. that maternal instinct just wants to take over so strongly that mm-hmm. even with her psychology training, she can't force through that wall. Mm-hmm. It, it's still a block for her. So that that was interesting to be like it even with all the information it can you can still be trapped in your own head. Yeah. And then the <clears throat> shift that she made at the end too. Yeah. She's honestly for a psychologist she's a little psychotic. <laughs> like, he wrote all 
of his characters a little psychotic. They're all a little crazy, yeah. Just a little crazy. Shane, he even states at the beginning that he's not very socially aware. That's true, that he does. That he, he is incredibly smart. Yeah. And I think... He's that, great in the field. But he's not very socially aware. No. So he's a little odd. Then you have the mom, who is just psychotic. Mm-hmm. You have and Maya, who has <laughs> also got all her issues. Yeah, she's got her PTSD. And then some. It's oh not just gosh, that. No. It's not just that. It can't be. No. Especially when she says at the end that she doesn't regret mm-hmm. what she did. That revealed a Shane... Where she finally mm-hmm. opens up and says, like, no, they they didn't mm-hmm. call. They didn't give us the okay. I made the call. Yep. And that I would do it again. And then, um... Because that's something that's... As someone that would go to war... Like, I'm not, I'm not someone that would go to war unless I, like, absolutely had to. But <laughs> even then, I might try and run away. Oh, my God! <laughs> like, there's a little chance. I'm, I'm a scaredy cat, okay? <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I don't want to see action. I really don't. Yeah, it's yeah. It definitely takes a toll on you. It I, really. I'm so I would, sure. I would be broken if I like mentally. No, I don't think I would handle it. Mm-hmm. And that <sighs> I have so much respect for people that yeah that can. My brother <sighs> really enjoyed it. He mm-hmm. he enjoyed that there was something to do because he's very much a constantly. What are we gonna Gotta do? Where busy. are we gonna go? Can I do something? Yeah. And so for him, it constantly gave him something to do. Okay. But that's not what it is for her. No. She does not ask. It's, it, it's, it's almost an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I would say that's kind of what the whole book is with her. It's like an extreme thrill seeker in a way. Yeah. But not even. It's like it's almost like because the bad decision mixed in there is not, that's not even, is that thrill really anymore? Right. Yeah, I guess kind of. Kind of? I don't know, I can't, I have a hard time putting myself in her shoes. Yeah, for sure. It's also, it, mystery novels aren't really believable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a lot of twists and turns and things that you would They're very much drama, action, what's yeah. going on, look Smoke over here. Screen. Just kidding, it was over here, kind mm-hmm. of. So it's more to take you <clears throat> on a ride than put you in a situation. For sure. But I just, I, I don't know. He doesn't do very, I would say that's the one thing, is he doesn't do really good Relatable. at putting you in their head. Okay. He gives yeah. you very much what he wants you to see and nothing too deep. Yeah. And on with the ending that, I would very much agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much a no. You it, The, the answer is there if you really want to analyze yeah. it. I'm sure if we were to go back through, we'd be like, oh my gosh, I could a totally see it now. A lot of stuff made sense. Her obsessive nature... The, the whole wanting to know. Because she never really was looking for who killed Joe, if mm-hmm. you really think about it. If you look at the whole book, she wasn't looking for who killed Joe. She was looking for who was in her living room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. She was looking for who was in her living room. That's how the whole thing started. That's true. Because... She, she, every time, I like that more if it makes me more mad, right? Every time the detective came over, it wasn't, have you found him yet? It was, oh, what does he want now? Yeah. Like, cause she knew the answer. Oh my god. She knew the answer, so she didn't need. She's like, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. She didn't need an investigation. 
oh my gosh. And see, he always came at, like, bad times, and so I always just figured, like, oh, she's just frustrated because in yeah. this moment, like, oh, she's trying to put her daughter to bed, or she's oh, trying yeah. to... Oh my gosh. It's all situational. Mm-hmm. He's, <sighs> it was it was That's very, so... very good. Okay, so to write mystery novels, you have to really be able to see your plot on multiple levels and mm-hmm. see how it can be viewed. It makes me think <sighs> of that that scene and it's always sunny in Philadelphia mm-hmm. where was it Charlie has all of the oh, the what? pictures up. What is it? It's talking about mail. Is that ho- or is that horrible bosses? No, it's no, it's, 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 it's always it's sunny. Where the always sunny. Carol, there's no Carol. And yes, Carol and HR. Yeah, when we're freaking that's, out and they got their oh my gosh, exactly. yes. That's what you kind of have to do <laughs> to be a mystery writer. And I, I think I admire the genre because yeah. you have to know so yeah. much. Your brain has to be able to just um, work on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to to kind of like stick with it. Yeah, because most mystery novels have a really slow beginning. Okay. Segue on into that next part now, which is plot. <laughs> which is plot. Talk a little bit about the plot. Oh. They have a really <laughs> slow beginning because they yeah. have to do that setup. They have to do the whole lead you this way and then take you another yeah. way and, you know, it's... It's almost like going through kind of a fun house, like a horror fun yeah. house sort of thing. Yeah. they got to make you feel kind of safe. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to start throwing the kind of creepy things at you as you start as you get deeper exactly. in. Exactly. And it takes a lot of just, you really have to be into writing a mystery novel, if you want to look at it from a writing perspective. Yeah. Because you have to be able to think so far ahead. You can't... Oh my gosh, it, yeah. You can't write Let's something see how it all and hope. That would be a really fun, like, acting um, exercise, though, to, like, take a mystery novel, read it through, and then try and, you know, go through each character's perspective and, mm-hmm. like, put act your character, yeah, could put your profile together kind of thing and mm-hmm. act it out in a way. So, I don't know. That'd be that'd interesting. Be fun. Um, new game, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do, like, a chapter of a book. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, of course, while drinking and being stoned. Because it's a game. You gotta have the twist in there, otherwise it's just acting. It's not a mystery novel, then. (laughs) It's not a mystery novel. Um, (laughs) One thing to me is this book felt Mm -hmm. like a Bones episode. Yes. If you watch Bones. It really did. I love Bones. Yes. I love Bones. Um, The the mystery, just everything about it just kind of felt like I was, like, actually reading an episode. Mm -hmm. Or maybe more like a season. Yeah, because it goes through quite a bit. Yeah, it's there's a very, lot very. There's a lot that happens. It'd be, it'd be like okay. So if you're watching Bones and you take out one of like you know the main story arcs that kind of carry over for a season. So like, um, let's see, I'm on season two right now. So Epps, Epps just died. Um, freaking, oh my gosh, I'm trying to even think what he he was the not the grave digger, before the grave digger. He's the very first serial killer that you deal with in Bones. Oh, um, he. He liked blonde girls, and he'd bury them oh, upside down. Oh, 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 he was the grave digger. I thought the grave digger buried them in, like, with oxygen, though. Because I think they're still trying to find the grave digger where I'm at. Oh, you're right. I don't remember what Epps was I don't called. know. It was just Epps. <laughs> I don't think they had a name for him. I think it was just Epps. It was just Epps. Yeah. They knew who it was. Anyways, we've gotten really far <laughs> Sorry. from the book. Bones. Um. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, we have... Actually, writing style is next on our little list of notes. Um, So, for me, 
the sep for <laughs> for you it was the separation of classes and for me it was his fucking commas. His commas. Oh my god. There's everywhere. He, every at least in the beginning of the book for me. I noticed <laughs> because I like to look at writing style and all that. I was an English major for mm -hmm. a little while. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> so I really like looking at, you know, <clears throat> sentence structure and, mm -hmm. and not grammar. I hate grammar. Fuck. Very odd. But, <laughs> so in every sentence, it felt like he said, well, here's four sentences. I think I can make it one. Mm-hmm. And, and just did. And just ran with it in the beginning. And then he kind of settled in to structure towards the middle. Okay. But I think that maybe, when I really think about it, mm -hmm. was kind of how he wanted to make you feel. Okay. What do you mean by that? So <laughs> in the beginning, there's a lot of commas. You kind of have to pause and slow and read the sentences. They're chunkier. And you have to yeah. take more time to read them. And then in the middle, it was, you know, quick, what's up, you know, going a little faster. And then at yeah. the end, it was a much quicker writing style. Okay. And so you felt the up and the climax oh, with the writing kind style. Of rush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it was odd. It made it kind of hard to get into at first because of that. Because it was so long-winded. Yeah, exactly. Um, for you, it was the separation of classes, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, this is something that you honestly see in a lot of, um, a lot of art forms today. You can probably find this in paintings and everything. Um, actually, you can even find this in architecture. Um, I remember when I was in London, there's a building that has parts of the roof or mm -hmm. there's th three separate sections and one is for like the high class one's for middle and one's for the more like peasants and lower well, class well yeah it's been a huge thing throughout his like that yeah. is yeah but it's like this journey. one little like 10 foot block where they're like this one this one they're all right next to each yeah. other so all the classes are like next to each other like, I don't know it's interesting they're next to each other but separated exactly yeah. um so yeah you see this everywhere but I love it and it's one of it's a theme that I don't know, I love watching how the classes mix together and seeing how those perspectives differ mm -hmm. from each other because Maya, I felt like, was more relatable in this aspect for people. She she came from a working-class family. Yeah. You know, she joined the military because that was going to give her the flight lessons and that's, you know, she wanted to get in the air. Mm -hmm. That was her goal to begin with mm -hmm. and then ended up liking the action and all of that afterwards. Um but then seeing how she mixed with Joe and his family and how, you know, they have another family that creepishly, to, at least to me, creepishly lives with them and, like, takes care that of the is, gardens really and the kids. Weird. And that is just so odd to me. And they follow without question. No question. They just do. They just accept like, whatever. Well, my family did yeah. and, and they pay me. Exactly. Just whatever the, the higher-up family says is law now, basically. Yeah. And they have a say. They can just be like, mm-hmm. They could probably leave if they really wanted to. I yeah. don't think they're like there's nothing being held no, over them as job. far as we know. It is just a job. It's a luxurious job. <laughs> Honestly, why would you want to leave? That's true. I mean, as long as you're okay with their like, and maybe they don't know about all of them. How can you not be like they were so easy to jump in with shady shit? I guess how would you not know about like the medical stuff going down across seas and like all that? Like you can put reports and 
you know, because all that stuff was in the news. You can yeah. see that and put two and two together. Yeah, and they probably just didn't care. Just didn't care. They just, yeah. they were comfortable and that was fine enough like, for mm-hmm. them. <laughs> Not my problem. Not my problem. That sounds like a first world <laughs> perspective. Seriously, honestly. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> um, so I took a couple notes from the beginning, yeah. actually, as Ooh. I was reading. Let me see if I can get into my phone here. Because I am not old-fashioned, <laughs> and I did not use paper. Oh. I think I, I thought about taking notes this time and mm-hmm. decided against it because I was like, no. Then, then I uh, was going to take notes and then decided, no, I wasn't going to do that. Peach is going to make fun of me because I'm going to be sitting there wow. with all my papers. <laughs> wow. And then I found out you were taking notes, too. So maybe I, th- I think this time what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and read it and then, like, at the end of each mm-hmm. session kind of thing. That's kind of what I did. Um, I found it helped me a lot. Because uh, I forget things really easily. I've got a lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> um, and so it's really whenever I get a chance. And a lot of times it was, you know, at night before going to bed. Mm-hmm. So I would... I started out taking notes after every single chapter. Okay. Because they were slow enough. I'd read a chapter before go to bed, read a chapter, okay. do something else, so I was able to take that pause between. Yeah, so it just worked out that way. But then as it went on, I stopped at chapter three, or I stopped at chapter four, actually. Okay. And I didn't take notes again until chapter eight. Oh, dang. So you were in it for a little bit there. Yeah, and then after <laughs> chapter eight, that was the last time I took notes. Okay. Because that's when I feel it really started picking up. Okay. So it was, it was eight chapters of basically explanation. Okay. Just a lot of... A lot of, we have to get you in the story, you need to know things, and then we can actually get the ball rolling. Okay. So, once I got into it, it was amazing, and I didn't want to put it down. Mm Mm-hmm. I finished it in, I think, a week. Okay. Um. That's pretty quick with school and everything going yep. on. Heck yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So, and that was after chapter eight. Chapter okay. eight took me most of the month. <laughs> all, the, all the way up until chapter eight. Chapter one through eight took me most of the month. Uh-huh. And then the later chapters just, uh, just through flew it. right through. Yeah. So. A lot of twists and turns happening to the Yeah. Point. But, um, one of the things that I, or a couple of the things that I noticed mm-hmm. was that, um, I talk about uh, the brother-in-law. The brother-in-law stood out to me. The, oh, the the own. The, oh no, her brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law. Her sister that yeah. passed away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He stood out to me because I really hated him at first. At first, yeah. I it, really hated. It felt him. like he was failing his kids. Like you wanted to just kind of shake him and be like, "Okay, I get that you're sad, but wake the fuck up, bro! Like mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. got shit to handle." Yep. And then, after, you know, later, he really grows on you. He and really he does. does. so good. He really cleans up his act. Yeah. I think he really, he needed something to make it all make sense. And once Maya was on the track and she was starting to put things together, I think that gave him something. He was able to move on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what did you think of the, the last chapter? Well, that was from true. Shane's perspective. So I was very happy that they had it like that um, because when so when it got to the point of Maya revealing that she is the one that actually killed Joe, mm-hmm. I reread that part like those couple of pages probably like three or four times. Really? Because so at first when she said it, when at first when I read it, I thought she meant it in like a 
trying to be bold and just bullshit him, like, oh, yeah, so I, I had to have been the one to do it, right? Yeah. Like, it had to have been me. And then I went back and went, no, maybe, like, maybe she's, like, actually trying to bluff them in some way. Like, maybe there's nope. something else going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she no, she really, she really did this. Like, she's actually confessing right now. And so I got really pissed off because I felt like that was that was Harlan Coben going, semantics, bitch. You, like, you were with her all along and you didn't even know it. I was like, okay, what the... Like, I've been along on this fucking oh ride, bro. God. And you're going to do that to me? Like, okay, I see how it really? is. Really? And then, so having the last chapter from Shane's perspective, it kind of... it, I guess it gave me sort of this way of thinking of it as, you know, maybe this book wasn't actually told from Maya telling it, maybe it actually was Shane telling it almost in, like, a series of unfortunate events kind of way, where he's put it all together, and now it's his telling, trying to do it from her perspective of what he was able to collect. I didn't even think of it like that. that. I like that Like, having that, I was able to put that there, and I was like, okay, I'm okay with this now. I don't know if that's what Harlan Coben meant, but that was kind of what I interpreted was able to make it be, like, okay for me. Wow. I didn't even (laughs) think of it like that. I really like that. That's a really good way of thinking of it. Yeah. Um... Because it's, that last chapter is years in the past, so he's had time to mold this over mm-hmm. now. Almost like he's the one writing the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is kind of his end note to the reader. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> over here, here's where we are now, and publish kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I guess I need an ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to well. leave it on just her dying. It's like, a mystery novel. Fun. What's the mystery? <laughs> What's the Crap! mystery? <laughs> Here it is. I mean, this makes sense. Yeah, this makes sense. This totally makes sense. Um, Okay, that's really all I have to say about it. I thought it was a really good book, but I guess, whatever. That was hot. Yeah. Yeah, you have anything else you want to add? Um... This ride, this book was just a crazy ride, honestly. I'm really glad we read this one for our first Mm -hmm. one. Oh, we should probably introduce our next book. Yep. Ooh, ooh. You want to go ahead and do that? Yes! Since? Okay. So, oh, I actually have this in my backpack so I can read it while we're on our trip. <laughs> um, so, our next book that we will be reading um, for, let's see, what month? we're in July right now. Uh-huh. So, sorry. Oh, yeah. By the way, sorry this episode is late. <laughs> we yep. have some tech issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but for July, we are going to be reading um, How I Stole Johnny Depp's Alien Girlfriends. By, and this writer, I'm sorry, I'm not going to pronounce your last name. Your first name is Gary. <laughs> the last name is G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N. I'm really sorry. I don't know how to pronounce that. We tried, like, ten different oh ways. My God, seriously. Gislain, Gislain, Geislain. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Your first name was just, you know, it's too simple. Scary. That's easy. Had to make had the to mix second it up. one just... It, it just, it makes it interesting, right? No. It is going to be an interesting book, so. I, I mean, I with guess. that title, how can it not be? Right? I am so excited to jump in. Absolutely. I need to go get it. Oh. Okay, so um, if you had any thoughts or comments or anything you want to say yes. about the book, any questions you have. Any books to request? Yes. If you have any requests, we want to hear them. Absolutely. Um, and we will read them. We will try just about any book. Yeah. And please um, read along with us. I've, I'm trying to, as we're reading, post on like yep. where I am in the book on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So read along with us, even if you're not keeping up with us and you're like, oh, crap, I've got to read it the last day before this episode comes out. That's fine. At least, yeah. you know. Yeah. If you're, you're in the in the ride with mm-hmm. us when you listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. Get Ew. in. Yeah. Reading. Honestly, reading really high 
is amazing. <laughs> and fun. I wish I could tell high school me about it because right? that's when I started reading. Yeah. So it's fun. It's just that's why so, we're doing this. Exactly. We want to have a good time, bring those books back. Exactly. It's good for our brains. Proof that you can read with weed. <laughs> read with weed. Ha <laughs> And roll credits. <laughs> So, if you want to follow along with us on our Twitters, or, yes. you know, you want to talk to us, DM us, we'll talk back. Please you do. Know, let us know things. Um, my Twitter handle is actually at squeaky underscore peach. And mine is at blazing roots. Just blazing roots. Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can email us any questions, suggestions, comments, anything like that to 42strains at toke.com. That's right, 42 strains at toke.com. It's real. It really, really is real. We promise mm-hmm. you. And it's ours. It's all it's ours. ours. <sighs> so, thank you for joining us this time, and I hope you tell people, and I hope you read along with us. Ooh. Until next time, stay high, stay golden, and, and read with you soon! soon.